Oh, I think it's raining outside. I'll be damned. I think that's rain. We should go out there. Sit in it. See what we can see. I mean, it's a beautiful spring morning. You came to Montana because you always wanted to see an elk. Visualize that. What's it going to feel like when you see that beautiful, horned, brown thing that screams in the night? It sounds like a witch is attacking it, but you've always wanted to see that elk. So here we are in Montana, God's country. Untethered by man. So we're going to have a morning where we look out onto the rainy fields. We're going to find that elk. Whether physically or in our mind's eye. I know. I'm sitting on one of those little like wood porch chairs with the leathery pad that they would have in a lodge. You know, this is Montana. Everything's got a dead animal's head on it and fur. Some kind of fucking fur. And I mean, am I going to not sit on it? I'm, I'm, what kind of bird is that? Well, I'll be damned. That's a harking jay. I've never seen one. I've only heard about them in Montana. A beautiful call. Look, it's plumes. It's plume. It's singular plume. I don't think any bird has multiple plumes, but look at the plumage on that harking jay. The hell's that thing up to? I mean, it is spring. Maybe we'll get to see it mate. Wow. Take a sip of your tea. You saw a fucking harking jay with beautiful reddish brown plumes with a little tiny bit of iridescent blue striking through that back of that beautiful harking jay. Don't Google Harking Jay. No. Oh. Thunder creeping. Wow. Nothing like day thunder. With the sun completely out. See? I like a sunny rainstorm. It was a perfect time for us to sit out here. The sun is beaming off the mountains into the field. Saw that damn harking. Hello. What kind of bird is this? I think that's Kleptorn's crest. It is. 
That's a cleft-horn crest finch. Wow. Can you believe... Uh, followed by his brother. This is the benefit of a day rainstorm right here. I'll be honest, and I'll say this as calmly as I possibly can, but my god, birds are so annoying. I mean, what could it be saying? I mean... Shut the hell up. That's an insane thing to do over and over. Pay no mind to that bird. You have your eyes closed. I want you to think about what you're smelling right now. Smell of that rain. Sound of that rain. Fucking bird. That's what happens when you're in nature. Damn. We smell it. Keep your eyes closed. Keep the experience. Draw the bird into the experience. Really let it be a part of what you're doing. Be a part of your thoughts. Let your thoughts drift. What color is the porch that you're sitting on enjoying your coffee or your tea? In my case, I'm having an Earl Grey. One of those metal mugs. And I'm sitting on a lightly colored wood low chair with some sort of leather, orangish red leather cushion. I think it's buffalo ass. It is. I'm looking out, I'm seeing the birds. It's all harking jay. But this cleptor and crested finch is really, really doing a number on me. You know, he's probably singing out so much because he's horny. I know one thing. This spring rain isn't making me horny, it's making me contemplative. Think about something you don't normally think about. It's really coming down now. Really finally shut that fucking bird up. Keep your eyes closed.
Think about how you just woke up. Come out onto this porch in Montana, which, by the way, you've been wanting a long time to visit the great mountainous north. You're finally here. That stress, that want, you've achieved it. Now you're here. You're sitting in some chair. You decide the chair, whether it be... But it has to be porch-appropriate, rocking, low, usually wood. It's at metal. This is a lodge. This is a cabin. You're here. Last night you curled up with a fur blanket. Fell asleep in a deer antler bed. So don't start... being such a hillbilly about your seating choice, but I'm not here to talk about your seating choice. I'm in a beautiful, light-colored wood, low boy with a reddish-brown, I believe, buffalo-ass cushion, and sipping my Earl Grey tea out of a metal mug. Maybe got a little flannel around my legs like FDR. I'm just looking out under this field, basking in the glory of the spring rain. birds, but and this rain is really coming down. Maybe we'll see that elk. That elk I've always wanted to see live. The symbol of mountain power. You know, a lot of people would say really the moose that does it for him, but I gotta say, I'm, I'm an elk man, I saw, I saw too many videos as a kid, America's Funniest Home Videos, and uh, my dad had a copy of Animals Attack, when, when Animals Attack, I used to watch that video all the time, I think it's why I still have such a propensity for fail videos, but... I digress. On those videos, there was always these big dumb moose running through little towns that looked like the set of Fargo. Hell, it probably was Fargo. And just molly whopping old women on the sidewalk. I mean, can you imagine 1,200-pound... I mean, now this rain is really nice. You can see the steam just coming off the mug. Uh -huh. Perfect weather for jacket or sweatshirt. Sweater. But I'm not an L.O. Bean catalog. I'm not wearing a sweater. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a sweatshirt that says, I shaved my balls for this. I'd pack so fast it's I didn't have time to get any other sweatshirt. But you'd always see a moose just running through one of those small, one of those like little towns. 
in a real sleepy town where every shop was like an old tiny candy shop or you know oh we sell mailboxes here every shop was a meemaw and peepaw shop and it's like candy or bird houses or there was a hardware store that the meanest person in the world he ran it still runs it to this day somehow the guy's like 131 but in those videos it would always now it's really coming down mamas and papas Listen to it for a second. it wasn't on America's Funniest Home Videos. Because, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos was like for like, whoops, I hit my grandma in the pit with a whipple ball bat. Not watch this moose fucking truck an old lady into a Chevy Impala in 1987. It always showed these moose just running amok in a town. But on this particular video, I seem to remember when animals attack. I think my dad had the OG version. I know there's probably like 900 VHSs of it flying around out there. You know, when animals attack, volume, whatever. I think my dad had the first one. But it was when animals attack. And I just remember seeing like a moose just like kicking parking meters and like dimes flying into old men's faces and knocking their glasses off and then then taking those big like pieces of tree attached to their head I guess their horns and they're just like pinning people against like glass bank walls while the tellers and all the customers like inside react with horror and then I think I remember they just show the cops pull up and just ice this thing which is you know you're it's kind of crazy to see a moose really fuck up a whole little small downtown, little country downtown. But to see it then just get smoked by a bunch of country cops is <sighs> the reason why you do a comb podcast with rain sounds. thunderclap we were looking for. You gotta love to hear that. I guess the rain hit so hard. Started coming down hard enough that it really shut that little bird up, didn't it? He was out here all confident when it was just a drizzle, but now that it's a steady downpour... That bird's really shut his yapper. Probably duck for cover. You know what I like about this? There's no bugs. Uh, no bugs when it rains. 
Tell you what, I could never live out here. I mean, it's nice to visit, but... I'm not looking forward to... I mean, this is the activity. What I'm saying is you can only be contemplative for so long until you got to be like, well... I'd like to buy pants somewhere. Where do the people that live in this town buy these beautiful lodges that we've rented? Where do people buy pants? I mean, you can't get all your pants from the general store. It's 2020. We'll just go to a general store and say, one pair of pants, please. This isn't 1952. Everybody was in a size 31 waist. We got some beefcakes out here now. Can't live out here. But I'll tell you what. I'm enjoying the hell out of this rainstorm with you. really fantastic since that bird shot its beak. There's that thunder. sound presumptuous when I say this, but I think I could be the king. I've been watching The Crown, and uh, a lot of these people got a lot of problems with living in Buckingham Palace and changing their names. I have no problem. That's all. That's pretty much the only real thought I had on The Crown. Are you comfortable? I only want you to be comfortable. I mean, we did pick the right kind of house shoes. We're both wearing Crocs with the fur on the inside of them. Well. Now the rain's really coming down and there's kind of a mist out in the field. It's lightening up a little bit, so, you know, and the wildlife is kind of returning it. I think it just sounds so loud because the, the roof on this lodge is... I mean, I don't know what kind of... It's not shingles. I mean, it's a, it's a lodge. It's more, more like terracotta. It's more Asian. It's slate. 
I don't know, I didn't inspect the roof when we pulled up. And even if I did inspect the roof, I could really only give about a, as good as a guess as I'm giving right now. I, I don't, I know like three types of roof. Terracotta, slate, god damn it, that bird. Well, it's back. You know, I shouldn't have cursed like that. I'm trying to be calm. I'm trying to be in nature. It's insane. It's like nature's beeper. I feel like it's, you know... It, it's... It's something I didn't... I mean, why would it come to the same spot? Has it gotten laid here before? So this... Basically, we're just sitting on a porch. That'll shut it up. Wow. Thunder didn't do the trick, huh? That's freaking believable. I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to try to think. I'm going to try to visualize that elk I want to see. I want us to see this elk. Don't focus on the bird. You're going to want to, but just block it out. Think about the rain. directly in front of us. I mean, not directly. It's miles away, but it's so big it almost frames the front of the house. I wonder what happens up there. Say what? Makes me believe that Bigfoot's probably real. I know when you look at nature's majesty, you're not supposed to think of Bigfoot and how much you want to go in the house and get a gun and kill that bird, but it's supposed to make you a bit more in awe. But the only thing I can think is what the hell goes on up in that mountain? I mean, it's just a big crag. A bunch of white people in Patagonia vests have probably climbed it and eaten tofu sandwiches up there. But I mean, before then, where there was Patagonia vests, when you had to kill a bird and wear its feathers to keep your neck warm. How the hell were you getting up that thing? When did they even create rope? You know? When did they think, oh, I'll tie a rope around my waist, and then I'll tie a rope around my buddy's waist, and we'll get hooks, and we'll just...
go up there. See what's happening. I don't get it. Beautiful mountain. I just want to know what happens up there. I guess it's like that old expression, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, does it make a sound? Which is ridiculous, because of course it makes a sound, but doesn't make a sound if nobody actually hears it. Nothing makes a sound if no one hears it. Am I making a sound? Yeah, that expression. If you're not up there, does a mountain make a noise? Oh, probably not. It seems strange to want to climb a mountain to me for some reason. You always saw those posters in school of a guy standing on a mountain with both of his arms up to the sky and he said, Conquer. You didn't conquer a mountain because you went up it. You can't conquer a mountain unless you throw everybody down the mountain and then you're king of the mountain, but you haven't conquered the mountain itself. see maybe being on a mountain and it says like persevere because you know i climbed a mountain before nothing this size nothing we're looking at here but i've climbed a mountain before let me tell you something easy thirteen miles on my thirteenth birthday went up this stinking mountain Got spit on by a llama. Went back down the mountain. My cousin's uncle got a Charlie horse. And he screamed so loud. Someone that had passed us minutes earlier came running up the mountain thinking a woman was attacked by a bear. True story. I'm telling you right now I'm looking at our mountain and if my cousin's uncle fell on that thing fucking dead man you know when you meet somebody like once you don't like know the person you meet them one time for an extended period like when we climbed this mountain, we weren't in beautiful Montana like we are now, but we're in Tennessee. It was called Mount LeConte. And we were on a family vacation before, uh, right after my parents got divorced. And my cousin's uncle 
came with us on a hike. See, he was my uncle by marriage's brother, so he would have to be my cousin's uncle, right? I mean, that's how that all hashes out, but he was like a from Wisconsin or Milwaukee. Milwaukee is in Wisconsin. Fun fact of the day. But I believe he was from Milwaukee or somewhere else. Seems to be a ambulance going down the old mountain road there. So far off in the distance. Wonder what happened down there. I don't know. I don't know what it is about hearing a far-off siren that makes me not feel so alone. Does that make sense? I feel calmer knowing that that siren's there. makes us feel less desolate it's pretty good I wish they'd uh, drive faster and there was less of them there we go so we're climbing this mountain 13 miles my 13th birthday me, my cousin Mike, his father, my uncle, my dad, my cousin's uncle from Milwaukee or Wisconsin, doesn't matter, and my uncle Jerry. For this hike, I packed a backpack with a peanut butter sandwich um, two just in case we had to for some unforeseen reason we had to be up there longer um, a little bag of chips big bottle of water I think maybe a sodi pop at that time my cousin Mike same my dad same my cousin's uncle same fucking probably had a peanut allergy or some lame shit like that but the real standout of the lunch packing was my uncle Jerry he brought a single 20 ounce of Pepsi and a full pack of Winston cigarettes not a granola bar Kind of fucking bag of trail mix. 
The man bought it, brought a Pepsi, a full pack of cigs, and a lighter, and a lighter that was so filled with butane, it was dying to light cigs. And let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, it lit a ton of cigs on that mountain. NASCAR hat, cut off sleeve shirt, probably jean shorts that were hemmed. I don't even think the motherfucker was wearing hiking boots, you know, and he just like did it. No complaints. I don't even think he said a word except for when my cousin's uncle after our lunch break and we'd seen a fellow hiker and kind of talked to him for a minute. The guy took off down the mountain. There must have been a root sticking out of the trail and then a root exactly five foot nine inches away from that root and my cousin's uncle misstepped I watched the whole thing with my brand new 13 year old eyes misstepped whoa 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 didn't want to fall down the mountain which he wasn't gonna to fall down the, off this trail and down the mountain to your death, you would literally have to run as fast as Usain Bolt and also have one of those flying squirrel suits that all those Red Bull guys use. And you would have to glide about 150 feet out and then just put your arms to your side and fucking javelin yourself into the crags. But he slips. On a route, trips, gets his big toe, ouch. He falls forward. Instead of bashing his knee on the route, he went sideways. Like that picture of Burt Reynolds when he's naked. It's exactly how he fell. He went sideways and about four inches above his knee is where that root that was shaped like a knuckle when you make a fist was jutting out of the earth. And it went directly into his muscle, commonly known as the Charlie Horse. And he screamed. He screamed a high-pitched scream that was so loud the hiker that greeted us ran. I, I feel like he had like pots and pans because he came running up so loud. There's that fucking bird again. And he just said, is she all right? And my cousin Mike and I had to run up the trail. So we could laugh into the mountain. There it is. Wow. There's the elk. 
look at that. Right as the rain slows down and the sirens stop. Right at the base of the mountain, a hundred yards away, in the misty, smoky field, stands the most beautiful elk you've ever seen. It's almost red. It's not sitting there grazing. It's got its neck straight up and it's looking straight at the lodge. I know it sees us sitting on the porch. Me and my lightly colored wood chair with the buffalo ass cushion. Sort of brownish reddish. This whole time I was sitting there staring at the peak of the mountain. I didn't see that beautiful elk just walk up. That's all I wanted. That's all I've ever wanted to see in Montana. I didn't know I was going to get base of the mountain elk. I would have readied my phone. But this isn't a time for phone. This is relaxation. Sometimes you can take something in without owning it. Sometimes you can appreciate things without capturing it whether it's on your phone or anything else thanks for sitting on the porch with me at the lodge night night